This is your Berea Mini Podcast. These are unedited, under 15-minute shows. Generally a follow-up from a Blastcast. In this case, it's a follow-up to the series of If You Were a Christian and the Ten Commandments. Let's do a recap on not see what was said over there. I'll get this Blastcast in one minute. Yeah. <laughs> Welcome to Berea Blastcast. Uh, if you were a Christian series, if you were a Christian, you would know the Ten Commandments. So let's run through them. Help me out. All right. Number one, I'm the Lord thy God. Thou shalt have no other gods before me. We'll have another podcast on title versus name. Number two, thou shalt not make unto thee any graven image. Number three, thou shalt not take the name of the Lord thy God in vain. Number four, remember the Sabbath day to keep it holy. Number five, honor your mom and your dad. Number six, you shall not kill. Number seven, you shall not commit adultery. Number eight, you shall not steal. Number nine, you shall not bear false witness against your neighbor, a.k.a. lie, lie, lie. Number nine, and then number 10, thou shalt not covet, a.k.a. take, take, take. Find the rest of these on http colon slash slash berea.transistor.fm. If you're a Christian, you'd know the Ten Commandments. Well, you may not even have to be a Christian. You may know those. So tell me what your thoughts are. Is there any value of those to you? Just if you've never heard them before and this is the first time, you're like, well, I don't even know what the Ten Commandments are. What are they? And Have you heard them? And what do the Ten Commandments mean to you? Now, I'd really like to know that. Um, so whatever platform you hear this on, if you have the opportunity to comment or like, or whatnot. It may be a different content creator, so always be respectful of how things are shared, um, please. But if you, you go to the main library on on any of the immediate sites or the hosting sites, more than likely, I'm gonna I'm always gonna be looking at the comments. I always look at comments anyways on all creator sites, and I suggest that for everyone. But um, I'd like to know what the Ten Commandments mean to you in our times. This is 2023. So if you read your Bible and in the country that I'm in, it's, it's stated that there are two Bibles in every home. I'm like, I'm, it's hard for me to hear that. <laughs> and, and, and many not even know what the 10 commandments are because they may give you the objection. I've heard this one. Well, you just got to love your neighbor as yourself. That sums it up. We don't have to really read the rest of that other stuff. Oh, please, please. Are you sure? Um, you know, even in the New Testament, if that's mainly where you camp out at and, and you're a Westerner that has that kind of camp, you know, even Jesus said, and then we're talking about the Jesus of the Bible, the one that stated he was Emmanuel, was foreshadowed with John the Baptist, was born of a virgin, um, crucified on a Roman cross. Uh, was buried and rose again after three days resurrected that's the that's the important part and then stated he was God and went to sit at the right hand of his father in heaven and will come again that's the the Jesus of the Bible that's the Bible I'm referring to well do the Bibles all have the different translations and all these objections if though I do want to visit those objections let me hit up one for you so that we can get back to the Ten Commandments and give some some reference to the totality of the Bible. Number one, if you think there's an, a weirdness of the translations, okay, that's an objection that's keeping you from reading. Because I know that there are people that do more with two pages of the Holy Bible, the Bible I was just referring to, and the God of that Bible, 
in other countries than, you know, Westerns can, Westerners can do at all. Um, and that's to, that's to their shame. That's to my shame. Um, I mean, I, I confess I have not loved that Bible as much as I should, especially now after I read it, I love it a lot more. It's just got everything good. It's the best motivational book you're ever going to read. It's got the coolest stories in it. It's got the greatest prophecy in it. It's got, you know, the biggest hope you're ever going to find, you know, but if you have, if you have these objections to reading that Bible and you have one sitting gathering dust somewhere, then my suggestion is to you, here's, go look into this. The Dead Sea Scrolls were found in the early 1900s and there were intact, it was intact, the whole Isaiah. And you can go and read, and honestly, I have that and I can read it to you. Um, actually, I think I will, but it'll be in a different podcast. Uh, the whole, where that came from, but that book's intact. And it's the same as the one in your Bible. And if that's true, that God is a biggie, biggie God. For he says he is God and there is no other. And he and the references to him are more than enough to get going on any objections that you have about translations. But if you read the Bible in totality, because we we're, I'm going to reference the whole thing here on a, on a, on a few scriptures and and give light to the Ten Commandments, you're going to see that there's there's a threading there that has a consistency. It's if if it's true that it was written over uh, x amount of years, and some would say some would say up to a thousand years by X amount of authors, X amount of um, time periods. Those are things you can go look up. And what drew me to the Bible was the prophecy part of it. And then that kind of just went went from there. But regarding the Ten Commandments, it, it could be a motivational, you know, series on its own. Because there's a lot in there that's good. Good's good. If you're If you're zealous for something good, there's nothing wrong with that. But regarding the Ten Commandments, it's in the Bible twice. And even in the New Testament, if, when you hear of Jesus and he's in, in that culture, they do it verily, verily, and truly, truly. There's an emphasis there. But the emphasis in, in is in Exodus 20 and then again in Deuteronomy 5. So even in the for the children of Israel back in their day, and I wouldn't detach so much from that, anybody that says they're a Christian out there. I wouldn't detach from that and think that those people are really far from you <laughs> or that they're, you know, um, over in one very specific area of the world. You got to read your Bible to really know the truth on that and maybe not just believe everything that you hear. Okay. But if you look back in the children of Israel and it gives this framework, mainly if you read that and we just went over it again, the, in, in the, in the preference and in, in the premise of, you know, not to hurt yourself. Like if you read all those and you're like, man, if I steal from somebody, I hurt myself, I hurt them, depending on how you think about it or why you did it. You know, there's, it's broken down psychologically why people steal. Okay. Need, greed, all these types of things. And then, you know, uh, the same thing, those 10 commandments mainly, I would, uh, you tell me, are an example of what not to do to other people. And what not to do to yourself and don't hurt other people. It's like a protection thing. Um, you tell me. And then, of course, like, I, you know, I've, I've heard before, or it's been said, you know, it's, you just said, you know, you got to love your neighbor as yourself. Well, you, were, you didn't even read the rest of that. You didn't read that in context or you were not taught that in context. What scripture are you referring to? I think it's Matthew twenty two thirty four. Am I right? Yeah. 
Um, and let's read it. Go to that address with me, please. Matthew twenty two thirty four. And when the Sadducees heard that he had silenced the, when the Pharisees heard he had silenced the Sadducees. Now that's, there's a ton in that right there. Those are the religious folk of the day. Go ahead and translate that to the nowaday. The religious people of the day. Who are those people? This is stuff for other podcasts, but I'll visit it. They gathered together. One of them, a lawyer, asked him a question, testing him. They did a lot of that to him and saying, teacher, which is the greatest commandment in the law? And Jesus said to him, you shall love the Lord thy God with all your heart and soul and with all your mind. In some places say all your strength. This is the first and the greatest commandment. And the second is like it. You shall love your neighbor as yourself. These two commandments hang on the laws and the prophets. See, please understand, because you're going to hear other people, you know, that say they're Christians. Well, you know, he came and fulfilled all the law and the prophets. And they really want to brush away the the book of law, which is what I was referring to. Because if you look at the, the Ten Commandments and you see that it's in Exodus, you see it's in Deuteronomy, and then you see how the children of Israel were given this book of law in totality, basically to protect them from what the snares as it was it's put in in the book of law of the other peoples around them and their behaviors that were basically the opposite of the ten commandments you might want to learn something from that little phrase for today you know basically the opposite of that and to keep them from getting into snares with them you would understand that that's helpful and then you read things like you know in Leviticus where is it 1932 you know, it, uh, just etiquette, good, good things. You know, you rise in the, in, in the presence of someone with gray hair and you respect and honor those who are elder and then honor your God and Yahweh. We'll discuss that because God is a title. And I'm dismayed at the fact that the enemy of the almighty God, Yahweh, knows the name, but Christians don't know the name of their God. And I have tested that left and right because I'm like, who's your God? When you travel, you're going to realize real quick that everybody else knows their gods, <laughs> except for the Christians. And that was, might have been, that was, might have been, trick on words there, you know, done by design. I'll let you figure that one out in the future. But regarding the Ten Commandments, there's a gentleman out there named Ray Comfort. And there's a blast cast on him because if you're a Christian, you should know who he is. But he has a unique way of introducing the Ten Commandments in the need for understanding if you're a good person or not, because that's the moral law. It is a good moral law. I mean, you steal. Okay. If, and, 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 he, and he presents it really well. And, and if you're a Christian, you should be able to defend it, you know, in the, in the same manner. Cause it's true. You know, or if you think you're a good person and you can go to, you know, go to heaven cause you're a good person, which every religion except for the the Christian of the Bi- the Christian of the Bible religion it has some form of works in order how to do that the only work you got to do is believe Jesus said when you can be saved what hope is that what what kind of what kind of person says that so what kind of authority do you have to have to be able to say that and not have to do run a bunch of works but it, it, are you a good person you know, everyone's going to more than likely say in one degree they're a good person. But the moral law and the Ten Commandments are basically the the foundation of that. And Ray Comfort, go look him up. Living Waters podcast is what his, I believe. And on YouTube, he's got his own channel. And I want to say he has the Living Waters um, channel over there as well. 
But you, this is a man that you should go and study who he is. Because if you're a Christian, you would know who he is. Um, and, and why he values introducing the moral law to people that are that don't know God. And in, in, in order to save them and snatch them out of the fire is what the Bible says. If you're looking to save souls, because this is a soul thing. This is a will thing. It's a mind thing. But the Ten Commandments were built to keep you from hurting yourself and others. And down in an applicable sense. And then the book of the law, it, it adds to it. And then the God Almighty who has the authority to say such things, refer to Isaiah again, has, has, the, refer, you know, that can, has the authority to say these things is the one that can go. And here's what happens when you do this. And here's what happens when you don't do this. So please do this. And then that references into, you know, Joshua, as for me and my house, you'll serve the Lord. And you kind of hear those cliche-ish things, and maybe you heard it on an app somewhere. But listen, you got to shut all that off. They're not good for you anyway, okay? They're they're all laced, and they're being changed now. They're even changing the, you talk about translation concerns. They're, they are watering it down to the max now. So own your own Bible and put your own eyeballs in it. You know, it's really interesting that, People do refer to, you know, uh, Jesus and, and well, we just got to love our neighbor. So I covered that now. But, you know, he took it to the next level. You got to remember now. And if anybody needs a hero or a motivational, you know, person to look at and go, I want to be like him. I do not know how people do not think that Jesus of the Bible is not that person. He should be way up there. If not number one, after reading him and studying his character and his principles and things like that, I do not understand why this would not be someone that would be a, motivate you to want to change your life in any shape or form. And then if he says who he is and not want to follow him, I don't think there's anybody, show me somebody better to follow. I don't know. I, don't, I just don't, I haven't seen it yet. But he actually moves to the heart of the matter. He takes that whole thing over into Matthew 5.27, the heart thing. Read it. 527, and understand, because we're about to wrap up here. Matthew 527, this is Jesus speaking. You have heard that it was said to those of old, and he's referring to the Old Testament, okay? In the Exodus 2014 and Deuteronomy 518, you shall not commit adultery, but I say to you that whoever looks at a woman to lust for her has already committed adultery in her, in, with her in his heart. Listen, and if your right eye causes you to sin, pluck it out and cast it from you. For it is more profitable for you that one of your members perish than for your whole body to be cast into hell. What kind of authority do you have to have to say something like that? I'm going to go a little over 15. Dang. Um, and if your right hand causes you to sin, cut it off and cast it from you. For it is more profitable for you that that one member perish and for your whole body to be cast into hell. And other places he said, fear not the one that can destroy the body, but fear the one who can destroy the body and the soul in hell. You need to know there might be a hell. This is some powerful words right here. It's really interesting to play on the eyeball thing, considering the times and seasons that we're in right now, or the right hand thing and how what that means and strength. So there's the end of your Berea. I'm a little over and I apologize. Your Berea mini cast on the... Ten Commandments. Let me know your thoughts. Because there's plenty to be said about that. If we should go further with it, do a full podcast. Or what are your thoughts? Let me know.